0: Dance. dance, if you're on the stage, friends, dance. Be ready, Home, Get up and dance. live, you're live, we're all alive. It's BBS radio. You know, the, uh, the government probably doesn't like my show. They put those, uh, sent a beep line into uh, my communications system here, whether you heard it or not. And So we just had to close the show for about 10 seconds there and, uh, you know, refresh the page as the saying goes. Anyhow, hey, it's a crazy world. Last show, they were talking about time travel. Yeah, you know, um, I had the privilege one day of talking with the guy who was on the Montauk project who brought the guys back from um, Philadelphia who had jumped ship back in 1943. And uh, they brought them back in 1983 out there on Montauk, Long Island. And um, the, uh, <laughs> actually, this guy gave one of the best explanations of time travel, of how it works. Basically, you, think, you picture yourself in the center of the sphere, and you uh, go out to the edge at your particular entry point in time, and then you want to get into another uh, time zone uh, you travel uh, on the edge of the sphere to the point you want to punch back in and then you do that with the uh, technological apparatuses that help you do these things and uh, to me that made it pretty simple to understand but um uh, yeah, time travel is real. Uh, it's been done before, many, many, many times. In fact, uh, while we're on the subject of time travel, there's the Ancient Arrow site out in uh, uh, the southwest uh, of the USA. Uh, you can Google that after the show's over. Ancient Arrow site where um, time travelers from the future left, by the name of the winging makers, left artifacts in 23 caves carved out of solid rock. And um, it's a long story, but a lot of that information might still be able to find it on the internet, or at least the pictures. Each cave had a giant mural painted on the wall of the cave and those pictures are probably you can still probably download them on the internet uh, the original information published on that was in a, a magazine called Nexus where a guy gave the interview under a fake name uh, while he was in Australia because he was the one who had the privilege of working in the caves before they sealed them up Who filled them up? U.S. government. Who else? (laughs) And while we're talking about the U.S. government, you know, all this thing about the Ukraine and uh, knocking out the bio labs and uh, some people in Ukraine actually admitting they had bio labs there. Uh, and the uh, U.S. Um, secret groups that work with the military in, in the United States uh, who engage in the, the propaganda and stuff, uh, cooperation with the mainstream media news. They keep talking about uh, Putin is going to uh, start a uh, biological war. Uh, as to try to cover up the fact that they had, uh, U.S. government had 11 bio labs in the Ukraine. With, if you're in the United States, we shouldn't be shocked at that. We know that our government is infiltrated with sneaky so and so's from, uh, that took full fold, fold here from the Nazis and the, uh, evil Japanese that, at that time around World War Two, and they work on some of the secret projects here. They were invited to work on them in the U.S., and we have plenty of secret projects going on. We have our time travel projects going on. We have the bioweapons uh, projects going on. We have other secret projects going on. And uh, if you're an American, most of you should not be shocked by that. Uh, Actually, the bioweapons program started back in 1952. That information actually is floating around on the internet right now. It hasn't been taken down yet. And uh, you could probably find it out by the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, Simply having a bioweapons lab is uh, probably not a crime. (laughs) By simply having the lab. It might be a crime to have it on U.S. soil now, but we know they have them here too uh, regardless of whether it's a crime or not. I guess it's a crime for anyone but the government to have these bioweapons labs. Uh, But anyhow, so that little scenario is playing now uh, with the uh, Russian-Ukraine thing and I wonder, um, <laughs> I wonder how it's going to turn out. Uh, but there's more important things. Eventually, it'll die out and end. And eventually, every day, we are getting closer to that uh, point of time in the near future when the Galactic Federation a grouping of 52 star nations land their spacecraft on our planet Earth. In broad daylight, I hear they're going to announce it 24 hours beforehand, it'll be like a science fiction movie. They'll take uh, control over all the communication systems on our world because they are of a higher technology and can do that. And they will announce, people of Earth, we are going to land tomorrow. And then they will land, and then they will show their faces. Some looking human are probably the first ones that are going to show up, which would be the Pleiadians. They look like Norwegians. Uh Scandinavians, blonde hair, blue eyed, yes. Every humanoid, they could walk around in any town, any city uh, where there's blonde, blue-eyed people are common, and they would not get noticed. Uh, They are the closest looking of all the ET races to our version of a humanoid creature. And, uh, yeah, we're humanoids. The (laughs) And then there's more diverse-looking creatures that will show up after. But the main thing is when they show up on that first day, it'll be the beginning of the complete removal of all the bad guys that are still hanging out here on planet Earth and making our lives miserable. Um, So it's a day to look forward to, plus the Earth, at that point, the Earth's is going to receive that whoosh of energy shortly after they land. And uh, it'll be a splitting of the timelines, definitely. But both timelines are active in working right now, whether you know it or not. Only a small group has hooked in with the fifth dimensional timeline, and many of us are a little bit in each timeline. But there will be eventually a complete splitting, and the people that want to hang on to the idea of war and anger and suffering and punishment and all that other negative things like hate and jealousy, all those people will be um, taken to another world somewhere in the galaxy where those kind of things are still allowed to happen, but they're not going to be a part of our new reality here on Earth. And you want to be in with the new reality because it's going to be a peaceful reality. There aren't going to be any negative factions around, visible or visible, invisible or visible, to bother us uh, in the uh, new Earth. Of the fifth dimension. And, uh, you know, you might want to wonder, well, why are we going, you know, our physical reality, uh, commonly referred to as the third dimension, which actually incorporates dimensions one, two, and three? Why are we jumping all the way to the fifth dimension and not going into the fourth? Well, the easy answer for that is it wouldn't change things that much here on earth the one and the dark forces would still be able to hang out and annoy us and make us suffer like they love to do the um, so we're jumping up to the fifth dimension and uh, as I've explained before uh, a dimension is a vibrational zone that's right and uh, has it has vibrational parameters. So the third dimension, the one we're in, the one that's causing the wars still, causing the suffering, goes up to a certain vibrational frequency and then it stops. And then you have to cross the veil into the next uh, frequency ranges which are still contaminated by the dark side. And then there's another veil, and then there's another set of faster, faster moving vibrational uh, parameters, and that's where the earth is moving into it. So our um, frail human bodies have to be reconfigured. The word is out they are being reconfigured already, on a slowly, as we sleep, we're all being worked on um, that have a desire to go into a peaceful place. Some of us need more work than others to raise our frequency because there is going to be, and this is a kind of a big word here, a quantum recrystallization of all matter will take place and is has begun to take place already, but the big whoosh will bring it forth completely right after the event. So now you have the full story of what we have to look forward to. And it will be peace on Earth after that point in time. Uh, you know, we'll have, um, of course, then there will be a lot of... Um, work to be done in getting used to our new system, uh, where we won't have to deal with all the crap that we have to deal with now. We'll uh, be uh, reorganizing ourselves in different ways, and of course, uh, I hear there's going to be these cities of light that are brought out of the sky, for those of us who want to actually. Um, while we're still alive, ascend even further to other dimensions, you know. Uh, we were originally, long, long time ago, before the dark forces came to uh, planet Earth and started taking control of humanity and robbing uh, our natural resources for their own personal reasons, long before that happened, people that incarnated human beings like us came to earth were in contact with the rest of the universe still we had a remember uh, we had our minds remembered where we came from unfortunately you know because the dark forces are still ruling this world a part of the agreement with incarnating being born into this reality here Remember, you're a soul, a spirit that incarnates into a physical body being created by your mother with the help of a few uh, sperm donated by your father. That's the proper way to look at it. Your mother is really creating the body for you the physical body, that your consciousness, you a spirit being, me a spirit being, that's right, we're all spirit beings. And uh, when, uh, you know, we enter into the womb of the baby that's being formed in our mother before birth, and then we come out and we're, we're given control with some restrictions of our physical body, and we maintain it and we keep. It. We're allowed to keep control of our body unless we get tricked into giving it away to someone else. and that happens uh, too often in this uh, evil world that we have to exist in. But uh, we're not going to concentrate on that, but, What's important to understand is who we are. We're spirit beings already. We're eternal beings already. The fear of death is planted into the young child's mind. By the controllers of this world, we all heard it, and we weren't too happy to hear it when we were young, that, gee, we're going to grow old. Our body is going to look like those elderly people eventually, out of shape, uh, Wrinkly, (laughs) not that attractive anymore, and then we're going to die, you know. And we all—Who are we to know better? Because we had to agree to have our memory of who we were erased to be born in this particular time of in the history of humanity. So that is important information to uh, start rearranging your conception of yourself with, because I am speaking the known truth here. And so that thing of death was hanging over our lives, all of our lives, but now we're hearing the information that, um, it was It isn't exactly like that. Now, it is a matter of fact that we're living in a special time right now because of uh, the orbits of the stars and the planets, and it's a time for change. And uh, the Earth is moving up into a higher frequency. Yes, and the Earth is conscious. That's why we call it Mother Earth. Uh, she does have a consciousness, and you can connect with it. And uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, if you need some personal stories about connecting with Mother Earth, the best place to find them is in my book, Connect the Dots Theory. Uh, available everywhere, basically. You know, you. Can uh, Google it on your computer and find out who's selling it, where, and what. And of course, it's you can uh, order a copy from Barnes and Noble, the actual book, yeah. Or I'm sure most of you will go for the ebook because it sells cheaper. But this book will help bring you into the future because it will introduce you. Uh, to many things that will will eventually become common knowledge after the event. But wouldn't you like to know now, and wouldn't you like to know about real-life experiences of how Mother Earth acts with human beings that I had the privilege of experiencing, and there's quite a few of them in the book, with diagrams to match to tell you what it, help explain what was going on, plus the 75 or more photographs and photograph enlargements in the book that also explain many things and uh, disclose many realities here on planet Earth that nobody else has bothered to disclose, or maybe nobody else has even discovered or took the time to take the pictures. Uh, to make it available, but there's many things happening on our world now that uh, most people know nothing about, including the so-called uh, brain scientists, and uh, even the people working on the special projects don't know about these realities. And they're right here amongst us, happening just beyond the scope of normal. Human vision. But thanks to cameras, a lot of these things can be picked up. And I've picked up things with cameras that are in my book, Connected the Dots Theory. Things that no one else on this planet has ever picked up and put into a book. You might be uh, a hermit somewhere out in the wilderness, and you have one or two photographs of of the same things, but you never bothered to put it in the book and share with the rest of humanity. So why do you? Why would you want to ignore the opportunity to see things that the camera has picked up that no one else has ever picked up with the camera? They're in my book. Connect the dots theory. And it has pictures of the dots too, that can, on occasions, be seen by people with normal vision. And these dots float around in the air; they hover and move about. Uh, when they hover, they're kind of like a spider web blowing in the wind. In the wind, if you can picture that like swaying back and forth, except it's not spiderweb. They're focal points of energy that look like dots floating in the air at ground level. I have pictures of them. I have drawings of them. And I have explanations to go with the pictures and the drawings. And it's all in that book, Connect the Dots Theory. It's an education For anybody who picks it up and reads it in one night, there's only a hundred pages of text, you know. But every word is a golden jewel of information. There is no filler in this book. It's a collection of stories, and correlations, and scientific conclusions, and philosophical. Uh, thinkings all in 14 chapters that's right, there's 14 chapters and each chapter is different than the next one and uh, it deals, it lists 39 ongoing conspiracies did you know? do you know of 39 ongoing conspiracies? we all know a few of them And uh, (laughs) let me just uh, say that some of these conspiracies that I've listed, no one has even thought about it. I claim no one's thought about it because I've never heard anyone talk about it, nor have I heard anyone even mentioning it, which is talking about it, or... As far as far as i know i'm the uh, i have the only book that lists these conspiracies conspiracies that i've uncovered because i'm an investigative person and all conspiracies uh, that are that exist are real there are no conspiracy theorists except maybe the uh, federal government <laughs> uh, They'll they'll engage in anything uh, that's made up. But any regular person that brings up, calls something a conspiracy and explains why it is a conspiracy is telling the truth. I'm sure we've all heard this, not all of us, but I'm sure many of us have heard the story that the words conspiracy theorists was thought up by the CIA. Our dear friends, the CIA. Yes, to cover their tracks when someone uncovered a nasty thing that they were doing and they engaged in nasty things. That's why they were set up. You know, the Central Intelligence Agency, I believe, was only set up after World War II. It was set up by the New World Order groups. And... uh, They engage in all kinds of subversive stuff. They're not here to protect the American people. Oh, they might help out once in a while. Uh, But uh, they're engaged in all all kinds of uh, stuff they probably shouldn't be engaged in. And refreshingly enough, and maybe if there's any of them listening, they should prepare for a new uh, job because once the event happens, which you'll could happen next year, the following year, but very soon, probably before 2025. Uh, when the event happens and our galactic brothers and sisters land their spacecraft on planet Earth, uh, that's one of the first organizations that's going to be dismantled completely. So if you're in that group right now, you better be planning uh, for an alternative. Job because that job will not exist anymore, nor will the KGB or any of the other secret agents agencies of the world that really uh, are not doing anybody any good. They serve the. New, they are actually all servants of the new world order that wants to control our world and That's what this uh, ongoing World War III, undeclared. World War Three is all about now. It's a spiritual war because the New World Order, there's a the dark side. There's the satanic worshipers. They engage in the uh, sacrificing of young children to drink their blood. Yeah. If you don't know about it, well, it's plenty of people are broadcasting that out on the internet now. You know, the adrenochrome, which is the. Uh, heightened energy blood of young children suffering. Is that sick or what? And that's what these sick mother effers uh, do. They drink the blood of children, you know, because they're the elite. And that's the thing to do if you're part of the New World Order. That's right. You're an anti God organization. So they're in their battle trying to get take over of humanity complete. Completely trying to uh, fasten their agenda to depopulate the world. That's what all this vaccine crap has been about. And uh, you know, the vaccines have killed uh, a lot of people, and a lot of more people are going to be suffering. Until the event, because of complications down the road from vaccines, and I've said it before, I say it on Twitter too. Uh, if you're interested in intelligence and and humorous uh, conversations, follow me on Twitter. You want to know what my Twitter hashtag is? Well, you know, I believe sometimes people have to work for things a little because doesn't matter it's not important to me whether anybody follows me or not, but I put a lot of important information out there, so you should follow me. All you have to do is go to BBS Radio, and you'll find out my hashtag there. You'll find out my most recent tweets. And like I said, my tweets, I only tweet if i got something important to say. I share uh, realistic, truthful information when it's a, a benefit to the general public. I'm a firm believer in that uh, teaching of Jesus. The one who wants to be the leader has to be the servant of all, and that's who I am. You know, and on that basis, I've run for president of the United States numerous times. I am again a 2024 candidate. You can access that by going to BBS Radio, and you'll find a uh, uh, search the name of the show. Connect the dots. Search search my name, Tom Edison, and you can connect from there to my 2024 website. Uh, I'm using the same one as 2020, actually. and You can just Google it, 2020PresidentTomEdison.com. Because my what I'm bringing to the table hasn't changed. Solutions to all the problems, the real cure for any virus. Well, been out there since, oh my God, it's been out there for a long, long time. Uh, of course, nobody, uh, <laughs> apparently, scientists don't follow me on Twitter. Or apparently, they're getting too much bribe money not to find the cure. Actually, the cure was discovered, it's a vibrational cure. It was discovered uh, by Rice. Yeah, the guy who invented the right microscope, whom was harassed by the government back in the 1930s, I believe, and all his equipment was confiscated because the New World Order was in the beginning of stifling out any competition to what they had planned to subject society to back then even. Yeah, in the 20s and the 30s, that's when they started their... their um, Subversive activities. They started pushing pharmaceutical medicine on people and taking out anybody who had free medicine, real medicine, and vibrational frequencies is a form of real medicine. Most people don't realize that there are 35 modalities of healing, and across the course, the crooked, evil governments of this world want to force. Uh, the only uh, form of medicine that they love to force on people, which is big pharma, pharmaceutical medicine, sometimes referred to as allopathic. It's not really medicine, it's a scam. It was devised as a scam uh, for several reasons. To keep people sick because they want people, they want people to be weakened, and to make people suffer because they want people to suffer. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, uh, there used to be a professional wrestler. Uh, I think his name was Mister Fuji uh, from the World Wrestling Federation of back in the 20th century. And when they ever, when they gave him an interview because that was part of the, uh, the professional wrestling te- television experience. They would interview the uh, the wrestlers, and when they interviewed Mr. Fuji, he would give a mean, evil look. He was an oriental guy, looked like Japanese, and he would go, I want to make you suffer. And that's what he would say to his opponents. I want to make you suffer. But at the same time, there are people uh, who belong to the new world order who want to make people suffer. And, of course, they engage in brainwashing other mindless humans to do the dirty work for them and make people suffer. And then that's for the benefit of the invisibles, who float around without bodies because they feed off people suffering. It's sick. It still goes on, though, just like the children are still... Well, the children are being rescued, many of them now. It's in the process of happening. Um, But a lot more of the bad stuff will be removed once the Galactic Federation lands their spacecraft. Yes. Uh, Other races do exist. The Pleiadines are the ones that look the most like us. Another race that's uh, deeply connected with humanity are the Syrians. You know, I've never really seen a Syrian, and they don't, um, I don't think there's any real uh, posting of pictures. Sometimes people do drawings. Of them, they're supposed to have cat-like features to them, Uh, but they're also supposed to be part humanoid. Uh, So, whatever, we'll find out when they finally show up. But um, the Pleiadians, again, they are the ones that are most connected to us, I guess, because we look the most like them, or they look the most like us. And those are the ones that we'll probably be first interacting with the most. But with 52 star nations, part of the Galactic Federation, we'll get to know them all eventually. And some of them are kind of unusual looking, I guess. If you want to know what aliens could look like, well, you just have to watch a little science fiction, you know. Uh, There's plenty of stories out there that people that have had the opportunity to meet these creatures, eventually that information makes it over to the people who make the uh, science fiction shows. A good one to uh, watch, you could probably go to the uh, uh, Barnes & Noble. I don't know if they have a video section anymore. They might have just canceled that. Well, any place that sells... uh, complete episodes of TV shows. There's a famous one called Stargate SG-1. It ran for, I think, about 10 years. And they met up with a lot of unusual creatures in there. And uh, supposedly, most of the things, uh, episodes involve things that are real and realistic threats to us from other hostile civilizations out there in the universe and those stories were shared with the writers of the show because uh the secret military liked how they presented our as military as defenders of our world from hostile nations out there in the galaxy and uh there are portions of our military that actually do that. And there are many hostile nations out there. I mean, we're we're a magnet because humans are so gullible. We're a magnet for uh, no good, so-and-so evil creatures from other worlds to come here and try to control us and abduct us and everything and do all kinds of bad things to us. Uh, and we are the last stronghold of the dark forces as told to us by the Galactic Federation. But even more so, you can see a lot of unusual creatures if you don't have the time to go out or the money to go out and buy the complete uh, collection of SG-1, Stargate <laughs> SG-1, and uh, and see what kind of weird creatures they, they've shown. And uh, they show a lot of more of, uh, uh, technologies that we uh, will get to know about eventually after the event. Only the secret organizations know of these technologies right now. But if you just want to find out about what weird-looking creatures look like, um, we got all the Star Trek series. If you're on the East Coast, uh, they, they run all the uh, five Star Trek series, from the original to the last one, uh, consecutively on free TV. How about that? On uh, good old Channel 9 in the New York City area. Used to be WORTV. Maybe it still is. And it's free. All you need is the an antenna hooked up to your boob tube set. That's it. And uh, you can get those shows for free. And the Star Trek episodes are loaded with weird-looking creatures. Some of the weirdest are actually in the in the the last series, which is called Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, though the, the series itself uh, a lot of the episodes are pretty boring they're the most boring of all the uh, Star Trek uh, series but they have the largest collection of unusual creatures I think <laughs> You've got the they've got the insecticides, they've got the the aquatic creatures and they do some uh, good visual visuals of what they look like uh most likely, and that information is probably gained from the secret military organizations. So we have plenty of science fiction out there to uh, get us ready for all the diversity of creatures. And uh, some creatures are noted to be uh, bad creatures, and some are known to be good creatures. And uh, just like here on, on good old Earth, um, apparently all the races have small groups of bad creatures, but are mostly good. At least the ones landing are going to be the good guys at the event. But they probably have, uh, all these good races that are landing, they have small factions of bad guys that still hang out with the bad guys and don't want to be good guys, uh, which is not surprising. And uh, but it's all going to happen, and we're, so if you're alive, stay alive because you don't want to miss what's going to go down. This is a an historical first in the universe. That's right. Where the attempt is, uh, we're in the process of doing it now. The attempt is going to be made to ascend a whole planet. And what they mean by ascension in this case in, uh, of the word ascension is to increase the vibrational parameters of both the planet, planet, our dear Mother Earth, and all the beings on it. That's us. Of course, some of us won't make it. The New World Order fanatics will not make it. They will be removed. Some of them will be disintegrated immediately. Uh, that's how it's dealt with. Um, they've had long enough to change their evil ways, and they you know they're engaged in the battle uh, to destroy humanity. Now they're not gonna. Those uh, ones that are hell bent on that day will be disintegrated, and the rest that can't make up their mind to go uh, to give up their evil ways and go into the future of peace and harmony on planet Earth. They will be removed and brought to worlds where there's still chaos going on, because that's where their heart is, and that's where they will be taken. But most of them will be disintegrated. Uh, of those New World Order creeps and mad scientists that are heartless and don't care. And, of course, all the aliens, uh, the despicable evil alien creatures, they will all be removed and hopefully disintegrated also because who needs that kind of crap? Um Right now, floating around on the uh, Internet, there are some interesting stories about them. More stories are popping up every day, at least by the people I follow on Twitter. Um, so, even though Twitter is, a, you know, they're, they're, um, they stifle free speech to a certain extent. Uh, you know, most of us that are intelligent, we, can, we know how to navigate around it by, you know, we misspell words and use all kinds of tricks to deceive the machinery because that's how they they don't hire people to follow follow you around on Twitter. They they hire machines. They program machines to pick up things that you're uh, saying. They got the restrictive... uh, They got the rules, which they don't really make uh, too obvious and there, of course their rules are to their liking and uh, they can twist the rules whenever they want hey it's their it's their ball game they can take their ball and bat and go home and you can't do anything about it yeah so uh, but it's not that hard to navigate and stay safe on twitter if you if you know if you got a knack for it but there's a lot of information being revealed uh, presently, and there's more, it increases more every day about how evil started in our um, universe. You know, nobody ever talks about it, but the universe is just one universe. There are other universes. You know, you know, there's something probably called the Grand Universe that incorporates all the universes. But there's not only other galaxies; there's other universes. I really bother to talk about this because it's really beyond the comprehension of uh, most people. Huh? More than one universe?
1: Uh,
0: well, uh, yeah, the information actually has been revealed to humanity. How did I come across this information? Well, you know, I talk to people <laughs> a lot. And when you talk to people, they understand that uh, where you're coming from they give you clues as well. You where you find find some more information regarding that. And uh, I've been clued into a lot of amazing how much information is just in books alone that are gathering dust because they are not being properly promoted, and that's a sad factor. Um, but um, Full disclosure is coming as soon as the event. That's why we all should wish and hope for the event to happen soon. The sooner it happens, the sooner evil will be totally removed from our world. Uh, it's slowly uh, Some of the evil things are slowly being removed, but it's happening too slow to make me happy and a lot of other people happy either. Plus, we want... We want the event to happen because they're going to uh, come and give us replicators, just like on Star Trek, and we're going to have access to real medicine, vibrational medicine that cures no matter what you've got, it can cure it. Um, if you're a BBS listener and you've listened to a show once every two weeks before mine, show called ET Yoga. The informative uh, person, Charles Green, he quite often talks about the three psychic surgeons that get together, and in five minutes, they can cure, make it physically disappear, any tumor, tumor or cancerous growth that the doctors said couldn't be fixed. These three psychic surgeons, they mentally do it and cause the uh, unwanted physical matter to just dissipate and disappear. And that's the kind of good medicine we are going to have access to. And uh, they've shown pictures of this on Twitter. Some of the uh, people that represent the higher reality, they have representatives that go on Twitter and they share some of this information whetting our appetite of what to look forward to, and they are whetting our appetite. But unfortunately, we would like it to happen sooner than they're making it happen. And we're told we can help by making it uh, the event happen sooner, the landing of the uh, our galactic brothers and sisters in big motherships. We can make it happen sooner by participating in the global meditations. And uh, the best place to find out about the global meditations is on Twitter. You know? And even if you haven't joined Twitter, you can uh, surf Twitter. You just can't interact with anything. And uh, th- there's... Uh, if you are on Twitter, the, the people who uh, um, advertise uh, when the next global uh, mass meditation is happening and now they're having freedom ha- happen more frequently because they've had the big ones happen and they were a success. And... Uh, like a steam engine trying to make it over a hill, we've finally gotten over the hill, and now we're on the, on the down downtrod. Uh, but evil is still among us, and uh, we want the event, they won't be fully removed. Evil will not fully be removed until the event. So what we can do is participate in the global mass meditations. You know, at a specific time on the planet, it'll be a different time for every time zone they'll usually, usually list the UTC time zone or the Greenwich uh, England time zone. And then you can compute if you're in New York like I am, it's five hours earlier than the time they put post for the global mass meditation. And the way it works, if everybody who participates It would be nice if everybody in the world would participate. And no matter where you are, you can participate in this. You, uh, you know, tune on um, to the Twitter site that's hosting it or the um, other site via Twitter that you can connect with. uh, And you sit in front of your screen there. And follow, listen to the instructions and we're all doing that at the same time. Our minds are collectively coming together. It's called a collective consciousness. And that is a powerful force. And we're in the global meditations, we use this collective consciousness to draw in more light or light energy into Our planet Earth, and the more light energy that our Mother Earth absorbs, the harder it is for the dark forces to uh, perpetrate their agendas on us. And the closer we get, once we get to a, 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 a frequency vibration where there's so much light on planet Earth, that is when the event is going to happen. So we do have some say on making it happen sooner, but there's not enough of us participating in these global meditations. I hope I've influenced a few listeners today to become part of it. The best way to connect with this is through Twitter, and uh, the the hashtag we love mass mass meditation is one of them, and the Sisterhood of Roads hashtag Sisterhood at Sisterhood of Rose is another good one uh, that uh, will help you connect to be part of the next Mass Global Meditation. And there's one coming up on uh, around March 18th for the full moon. There's going to be one there. So please mark that on your calendar and look to find out how to participate and where to tune in at your particular time. So much for that. Hey, this was a call-in radio show. I didn't bother to tell anybody. what well, you could have found that out, by if you went to the BBS uh, schedule, and if you've listened before on this show, you know it's a call-in radio show. Well, kind of too late to call in now, but whatever. You can think about it next week. And the idea of calling in So if you have something important to share, you know, you'll you'll get your uh, moment in time here to be the star and uh, share with the rest of the world, listening world, uh, what you believe is important. And uh, whatever the topic is, you can rest assured, I probably know about it already, so we'll uh, Besides allowing you to talk freely, I'll interject with the conversation to make it a reciprocative conversation. And uh, what can I say? You know, it's, it's a living experience. This show is live. So, we're coming near the end of the show. And, uh, hey, I have to do a little promo for myself. You know, please listen to my music. CD Baby, I got two albums out there, you know, so I can collect some royalties. I just uh, finally took the trouble to upgrade it to uh, 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 (laughs) with a, a, a pro agency to collect my royalties. So you can support my show by just listening. To my music, I got two albums out on CD, baby. Songs better than Dylan. Twenty-three songs. Even Bob Dylan never had twenty-three great songs I'm on one album. And uh, gee, what can I say? And then I have the other one, another twelve songs on American Party Songs. And they're out there, you can listen to them, you can connect with them, you know, Key and CD Baby. And uh, all my CD Baby songs are out there on YouTube, how about that? You know, that's what CD Baby does good for you, if you hook up with them for your original music. They set uh, you up on YouTube with the uh, picture of your album cover which you are limited to what kind of an album color cover is. I use a, a spiral, uh, blue and black spiral I use for my covers of those two albums. And uh, so nothing, you won't see anything visual happen, but it's out there on YouTube also. And, of course, I have my 25 original YouTube uh, creations, music video creations three of them are rock and roll documentaries. I think you know about rock and roll? Well, I put together some rock and roll documentaries that uh, showcase some of the people that don't always get the spotlight, but they're just as good as the super famous people. If you like rock and roll, you want to check them out. Subway Fantasy, Subway Fantasy uh, 2, and Subway Fantasy 3. And be sure to spell the word P-H-A-N-T-E-S-Y. That way, the machines will take you to my fantasy stuff only. And you can Google that, and uh, if you spell it correctly, you'll it'll, it'll take you to the YouTubes, and you can start watching, listening, and being entertained. My rock and roll... Uh, documentaries are entertaining. Okay, uh, we're coming to the end of the show here. We're going to end it right now with the countdown, and then you're going to hear the lead guitar solo uh, of my song, Are You the Party in Kind? Yeah. Are you? Well, I am. Followed by my anthem, I Gotta Be Somebody. Could be your anthem, too, so take the time to listen to the words of Gotta be somebody. And enjoy the uh, the f- thirty seconds of that fantastic lead guitar solo at the end of my song Are You the Party in Time? Okay, Mr. Engineer, it's time to take us out of here now. Five four three two one zero. Mm-hmm.